Peace and greetings, everyone. Thank you for tuning in. It's Goddess Talk Radio. I'm your host, Daphne, and this is where you get to listen to phenomenal women share about doing extraordinary things while living their best lives. Check it. The rise of the feminine divine is happening, like right now, like right today, like yesterday, like tomorrow. It's happening. It's here. Do y'all feel it? Can y'all see it? Oh man, what an amazing time to be in. I'm if it's already been going on and I was just the one that just couldn't see it. I'm so happy to be more conscious of it around me and within me. So with that being said, I have a power conversation lined up on the other side of the segment. You guys get to hear um a good conversation with me and a sister by way of Philly, the psychology witch. Yes, the psychology witch. She's going to drop some jewels on us about archetypes and uh, her journey with, you know, fusing the psychology and the spiritual aspects of life. It's going to be amazing but in the meantime i want y'all to catch me um on the other side of this segment with a you got it a special a special a special dance break hey peace and greetings everyone you are tuned in to Goddess Talk Radio. I am your host, Daphne. And again, y'all already know how we get down over here. This is where you get to listen to phenomenal women share about doing extraordinary things while living their best lives. It's all about the rise of the feminine divine. Check dig. I have a dynamic. I always say dynamic because everybody is really like legit dynamic <laughs> that I have on the show. Man, this sister is powerful, okay? And she's going to share some powerful information um, about spirituality and, oh, my God, the, how it intersects with psychology, archetypes, all kind of shit. It's about to be a fly-lit conversation um, via Philly. I want to introduce Pre. She is the psychoanalytic admirer and spiritual advisor from the psychology which y'all get that pre what's up welcome to the show hi can you hear me i can hear you very well okay because it's i'm sorry it's in the background i was trying to get all my (laughs) all my noise out real quick um but hopefully you can hear me well and hopefully like it doesn't bother you too much i think that i just made it a little bit better so that's okay um, that's all right so let's just dive right into the conversation why the psychology witch tell us about your journey um with that and how it came to be okay okay long story short because so from when i was like a kid. Um, I think my very, very, very first instance of like, oh my God, I need to be like a psychologist with the with a couch is when I was watching the movie Sybil. I don't know if you guys know about that movie, but it's the old movie with Sally Fields. My mom showed it to me when I was like eight years old and I was obsessed. So <laughs> um, 
if you haven't watched that movie, you should watch it. It's basically about a woman with uh, like multiple personalities and how her like her psychologist helps her through it. But it was super crazy. It dug into a lot of like childhood and like memory recollection. And I was just enamored. So that was the beginning of psychology for me and just being on that path. Wow, <laughs> that's deep for eight years old, knowing that that was something that um, called out to you and that's something that resonated deeply with your soul. That's pretty dope. Well, the well, the well, the the odd part is I didn't know whether <laughs> whether I resonated more with the the psychologist or the woman with all the personalities. <laughs> like I was excited <laughs> about both. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. That was that. Um, And then, like, I had my hands in a lot of spiritual things when I was younger. Um, I've always been into, like, magic and stuff like that. My aunt and my parents kind of, like, kind of, like, unconsciously fed me things, like, certain books and certain, like, I was, you know, like, reading about chakras and, like, palm reading and, like, zodiacs and goddess archetypes and all when I was younger. And I didn't even know. So Mm -hmm. I was doing, like, a lot of I was just very eccentric I was just always very very like that child who is a little bit far left but she doesn't mean any harm mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so what what can we find at your website psychologywitch.com oh <laughs> well right now it had it is under a few different constructive changes um, I was given, I was, um, providing tarot readings there and well, they're, they're not just tarot readings. I like to call them my eye couch sessions. Mm. Um, basically I use tarot as a tool. Um, I, I guess I am a tarot reader, but I'm more of a spiritual guy who uses tarot as a tool. Cause I also use like astrology as a tool and like you know, other things to get to dive into, like, your, your soul, your personality, your, your being, like, to put the components of you together. Mm -hmm. So um, that will be available soon again, very soon again. And I blog too. So because I'm a writer. So those are the main things that go on with my website. Um, And I'll be adding some new stuff in the future. But um, yeah, for now, those are the main things. Got you. How in the world did you get involved with tarot cards? Um, is that one of the tools that you discovered as a young child? Or is that something you've gotten into recently as an adult? And what was that experience like, like your first time, um, your first experience with a deck? So tarot, um, I started, I actually started with just um with just like regular oracle cards Mm -hmm. I was kind of nervous about tarot I had got my first reading like years ago maybe in like 2013 or 14 and no no maybe earlier than that maybe in like 20 maybe like 2012 Mm -hmm. um and I I I liked it but I I just I just didn't think it was for me you know like I didn't think that I was allowed to do it or able to do it like I didn't have the ability to do it and then I found out about oracle cards so I got into oracle cards like goddess cards like Doreen virtue cards and all all those things and and I did different oracle cards like 
soul journey cards and everything like that i kind of like quote unquote um played it safe mm. um what do and you, then what do you mean when you say that um like t- so I, I researched like everything and tarot was just a little bit more intimidating to me. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, like, what if I like mess around with something that I don't know how to contain? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, so I just was like, oh, maybe that's just for certain people. Gotcha. You know, Realized that it was open to me mm. and other too. So. And it was also pretty intimidating because it has a structure. Like oracle cards, they don't really have a structure. They are, you know, they 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 come in all different forms, but they're typically easier to read because they're straightforward. Whereas tarot is like you're kind of dipping into somebody's like, like you're like tapping into their vibe. Well, you tap into their vibrations too with like oracle cards and stuff. And but like with with the tarot is so much sim like symbolism and like the cards can just you can think they mean something like you can know the basic meanings of the cards and the archetypes of the cards and the energies and they will come through as a message that you were just like how the hell did we get here like (laughs) how did this happen Mm -hmm. (laughs) so Mm -hmm. so yes it's a journey like reading tarot is a journey not just like i'm gonna pick this up and do it today Mm. So what has your, I'm just interested, what has your most um, interesting experience been like with doing a reading for someone? Oh, (laughs) I've had a few, I've had times where, so, and I think that readers, like other readers, especially readers who have been doing this longer than me will definitely agree that there's, like you'll come to a time where you realize you are not everyone's reader. You just are not. You're not everyone's reader. And a lot of people are not as open and receptive as they may seem or may say they are or as you want them to be. And like you have to tread lightly with that. So a lot of times mm. I will I would like get people who like were kind of like resistant to the message. And more than once they've come back to me like a few months later or like a few weeks later or just you know like following that and like kind of told me how everything like unraveled for them like everything that I was saying like kind of unraveled and that's always interesting because it's it, you can see how you're like tapping into like time space mm. so um that's always interesting but I think one of the most most interesting um like experiences was the first time the first and only time I actually read tarot at an at an event it was a live event for for um a, a clothing company um and they called me in to read the tarot and I was excited and I was like yay I've never done this oh crap I'm kind of nervous <laughs> and the messages that I were getting that I was getting that night was just crazy like I had never seen the cards like look like that. Like it's not like they look like anything different, but energetically they were just showing they were showing their butts. Like I was like, what is y'all talking about? (laughs) (laughs) Like I like I would never think that the like the card combinations would give out certain messages and it was just it was 
it was really great. It was great, actually. Mm-hmm. It was good to see them them shift like that. What would you tell someone who has never had a card reading and comes to you and wants to do one, but they're like totally afraid? Um, I would tell them to probably hold off, do your research, and um, well, well, firstly, I I do like to educate consumers in general. Um, like. I like to like help people along because I know that I was intimidated by it as well. So I probably would try to figure out like what, you know, it's actually the part that's intimidating and depending on what it is, I think I could, you know, kind of guide the conversation differently. Like if they're scared because they don't want to hear certain things about themselves, then Mm -hmm. that's something they need to go and work on and then come back when they work that out. But if they're scared because they just haven't researched enough or they don't understand like what's gonna, you know, they don't understand like actually how it works. They're just like a first, you know, the first time kind kind of nervous and they just need me to kind of explain the process and, you know, kind of like that's different, you know, so. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. kind of depends on their their where their apprehension is 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 like originating from yeah you know we have a lot of misconceptions about um tarot and um just cards period i remember my very first time getting a card reading girl i was sitting at that damn table like heart beating fast like do i really want to do this <laughs> <laughs> i mean my ass yeah, was like right? literally terrified like it's like yeah. serious no I'm I'm so serious. Like I was, my heart was being fast. I was nervous. I'm like, okay, I'm already into this stuff about chakras, and I'm at a spiritual retreat right now. And now she's got these cards out, and oh my, I'm I've really taken this shit too far now. I'm like, sitting there thinking like, <laughs> like I'm really jumping the deep end, <laughs> right? Like long more. How did that go so, Like how did that turn out for you? It it went really well. I'm I, <laughs> the card was on point. And I'm like, I'm sitting there after it was over, like, oh, damn, I'm alive. Like, I didn't open up the gates <laughs> of hell or right. the devil didn't come out and talk to me. You know, all that crazy stuff that we think is going to happen. Right. <laughs> you know, the stuff know. that goes people on in our some... subconscious did not happen. Yeah, people get some thoughts in their head. I mean, oh, goodness. Like, yeah, they get some thoughts. But I'm glad that it's just becoming something that's, a little more accepted because it is a great tool. Like I uh, was a personal trainer. Well, I still am, but not right now, but I had this personal training client and she was, first of all, she was badass. Sorry about like all the extra explicit stuff, but that's the only way to describe her. She was like my oldest client. She was like 61. um, And she could lift more than a lot of my other clients. Mm. And she was amazing. She was super tiny. She was probably like five foot nothing. And she was a psychologist. And she told me, like, I was so excited because I was like, oh, my God, like, this is my field. So we would talk about stuff. And I told her one day that, you know, I don't know if I fit into this field because I haven't seen me yet. I haven't seen a representation as much yet, like mainstream. Mm. And I told her I needed the cards. And she said, I do, too. And I was wow. like, oh, crap. And she was like, I don't use them in my sessions, but with the client's permission, I will go, you know, outside the session, pull cards for them, try to get more, more um, 
like information on what, what, what might be going on, some things that that's kind of taking the client a little longer to dip into their own like um subconscious. So it was really mm-hmm. dope to hear that. It was really affirming. And I was just like, oh, that's so cool. Now go do yeah. pay more reps. <laughs> that's what's up? Would you say that this journey uh, with the psychology witch and just your spirituality, period, how has that, um, and using tarot, has that helped to empower you as a woman, like seeing it through that lens? Would you say that's a true statement? And if so, how? Um, as a woman, you know, yes, spirituality in itself, yes. I have come to the point where I've gotten on this 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 journey to reconnect with the feminine energy of my like you know like with the with just femininity in itself mm. and and I I was like digging up a lot of stuff that brought me right back to that issue like that generational issue mm-hmm. so I'm sure that if I was not on this journey. I probably wouldn't have realized it. Mm. Um, I would have just kept playing out stuff over and over and over again. But now that it's like in my face, like what you're going to do, like you already know what it is. And now that I have the tools to actually work with it, it, I, I can't say that it hurts less, but it doesn't hurt as long. You know what I mean? Now you have yes. like, now you have the first aid kit to patch yourself up, whereas you were just kind of bleeding, waiting on it to like kind of like, you know, like kind of stop, and mm-hmm. you know, and time would kind of just stop it, and 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 then it was just a wound that can reopen whenever. But now that I have like the tools to kind of work on myself, um, then I think it's it's been much. <sighs> it's not even much easier it's just much more settling mm, mm-hmm. I would say. it's an interesting very interesting paradigm but I, I think my listeners understand what you're trying to say yeah <laughs> yeah it's, it's like both exist at the same time almost like yeah yeah so let's talk archetypes um I learned about archetypes uh every my whole really like spiritual journey um Thing, experience or whatever began about my son is 15 so my god he about 15 years ago and I you know started learning about archetypes and then it just like left my cipher and then came back maybe about eight years ago how has that um understanding that those it's okay let's do this can you explain what archetypes are before we go any further Yes, I can. Um, just one second. I know it's going to get a little bit loud, so let me try to, like, help us out really quickly because I want you to be able to hear me. Okay, cool. So um, an archetype is basically, like, it's like a it's like a pattern of something that it's like a pattern that, that is a concept Mm-hmm. But it's a pattern that solidifies into like its own entity, basically, like its own energetic entity. Um, mm-hmm. So, so it's like, so there, it's like a model. It's like a model. 
it's like a model of something like the archetype like an archetype is like a model of something like you know this something by the energy that it brings like that's the archetype mm-hmm. and it's something that all humanity it's not it's, it's a universal type thing well there there are different type of archetypes um right and yeah it's i mean you can't it is it is what makes up like almost everything <laughs> um like it's it's what you interact with all the time so um but yeah like psychologically it would be like um psychologically speaking it would be like you know like a pattern of behaviors that forms into like its own model or like prototype type thing um and then a more specific branch of uh psychology Jungian um psychology which is what I really love <laughs> um describes it in more of a, a context that that deals with the collective unconscious which I'll kind of get into later but they're basically like patterns of thoughts symbols images um that become universal you know Mm-hmm. So some examples of archetypes are the victim. So some example. Oh, sorry. Did you want me to give the example? Or? Yeah, you can give a couple of them. You wanted me to give the example? Yeah, like, you know, victim or the wounded child so they can get an understanding of what we mean. Okay, yeah. So, yeah. So, like, the victim archetype, the nurturer the rebel or well the, the Jungian analysis a lot of times call it the outlaw the child is the archetype of the basic one the mother the father the um the lovers um all of those are examples of archetypes um and you see them all the time like every day like they are you interact with them all the time Wow. Yeah, I think that um I think that though I think that I I can't wait until those begin to come more um mainstream and known about because it's so much helpful to understand when those archetypes are showing up in yourself. You know, oh my like, god. Oh damn, that was my victim coming through like I'm feeling so wrong right now and therefore when I feel wrong these are the behavior patterns that I start to, you know, that are activate. So, you know, right. about yourself, you can start identifying that about other people and you know, like, damn, okay, I'm not really dealing with her right now. This is her victim stuff coming up. So I think it really helps with those interpersonal um, relationships really to know, yeah, to know what they are. Of course. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. I think that people um, just, you know what it is? I think that we've arrived at more places, society itself, uh, has arrived at more places than what we think we have. We just don't have the language yet. Mm. And we have language. That. Like we're saying things, but we're not saying it universally. Mm-hmm. There are already universal concepts that we can use um, to kind of like get on the. We're like getting on the same wave with each other, and we we are like you know connecting. We are connecting and. Yeah, that's so true. Like, oh my gosh, archetypes is one of my like favorite things to talk about. Yeah. Because 
true. Once you understand, um, and that's another reason why I use the um, the tarot for um, my psychological practices as well, because once you understand, like what they mean to your personality what what like how they show up in your personality how they can help you in certain instances how they're harming you in certain instances then you can become the observer you can kind of take a step back Mm -hmm. and say whoa let me see this is my so-and-so and a lot of times you know in psychology in you know mental health they say to give things a name once you can give it a name and you can identify it then you know, a lot of times you can treat it if you can isolate it. Mm. Um, and then you get, if you get even deeper with psychoanalysis, then you, you reintegrate it, but with awareness this mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's so powerful. So, so powerful. What advice would you give to someone? Um, one of the things that you said that really made me tune in just a little bit more was you said that you didn't at that point you hadn't found or you know met anyone that was like you in the field and you didn't know if that's exactly where you fit what advice would you give to someone who may be on the same path that you are um and want to fuse that psychology and the spirituality aspects um but don't know how to do it right what what advice um, would you give them um i would tell them that it's, I made the naive decision of thinking that they were separate. <laughs> They're already one and the same. Everything you'll see in your practices will come up in your spiritual journey. Mm. The reason why, um, like, the law of correspondence um, is important, like, knowing, you know, which, which symbols mean what and which archetypes can show up differently it's important because you're going to think that you're seeing things that are different when you're just seeing the same energy manifest itself in different images, but it's the same energy. So if you can understand that basic concept, then I think it will be much easier for you to move into combining the two together and utilizing them as one powerful force, you know? Wow flip-flopping back between them and knowing that and 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 getting fluid in the different languages of both of them and knowing which things in those languages correspond with the other like almost like translating between languages and knowing that they're saying the same thing they're just they're just depicted differently wow that is so 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 heavy i love every bit of it and we can go on and on and on with this conversation. I would love to have you back sometime soon to go in um, a little bit deeper. We take them in deeper the next time. So, Pri, if anyone wants to get in contact with you, um, I know you say that the website is under construction right now. But if someone wants to reach out to you now um, for a reading or to relate with you and they might be on their path um, of fusing, you know, the two, how can um, they get in contact with you? Um, you can still go to the website. Um, the, uh, it's um, the psychology, um, Yeah. I can still get like emails and all through my contact forms. You can actually sign up for my list, my mailing list, which I am restarting. Um, and you can find me on Instagram at the Psychology Witch. 
and the same on Twitter at the Psychology Witch. Um, yeah, and just send me a message, and we'll go from there. Yay! Well, there you have it, people. If you want to get in touch with Pre of the Psychology Witch, you can find her again on Instagram at the Psychology Witch, and then her website is thepsychologywitch.com. I want to urge you all, especially if you're listening and you, um, you know, have heard different things about tarot or just pulling cards. Period, and that's something that you feel really connected to and drawn to. Um, like Priest said, do your research, you know, and then just reach out, reach out. It's, it, it's yes. on your heart and mind and your spirit for a reason. And I promise you from my experience, nothing crazy is going to happen. Okay. <laughs> it's way less scarier than what it looks like in Hollywood. So definitely do yes. your own research and yeah, <laughs> no Hollywood stuff is gonna happen, okay? No, <laughs> so, you guys, it has been awesome as always. Catch me on the other side of this segment, and in the meantime, I want you to enjoy, enjoy, enjoy this music break. Hey, hey, I'm back. Welcome, Goddess Talk Radio. It's been so real, it's been so dope as usual. Um, again, if you want to check out the sis pre, you can find her at thepsychologywitch.com. You can also look her up on Instagram at thepsychologywitch. Man, her posts are always dope, insightful, and you know, colorful <laughs> and very mystical. So, you know, make sure you follow her for a daily dose of, you know, something deep, some things that'll make you think. And, um, you know, something that may possibly resonate with you deeply and help you change your life. All right. It's been real. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. If you ever want to get in contact with me, uh, learn a little bit more about who I am and what I do, the medicine that I bring to the world, you can always check me out at memoirsofagoddess.com. Yoni eggs, Yoni steams, waist beads, video diaries, blogs, and so much more. Also, I want you guys to be on the lookout. It's going to be some changes coming to God. Uh, not Goddess Talk Radio, but to Memoirs of a Goddess. It's going to be some some things coming up that I think is going to be a very, very, very um, intriguing and tempting for a lot of my listeners. Okay? <laughs> also, I want to um, put out there again, Books and Bikes for Wajay. And Zynga and I are still collecting monetary donations for that so that we can ship our items um, that we've raised for our babies in the village of Wajay, um, which is near Accra, Ghana. Um, we need to get those things packed and shipped by January so that they can be there in time for our return in March. So we have about four barrels uh, filled with school supplies and we have about 20 bikes that we're shipping to Ghana so again um, books and bikes for YJ we need monetary donations for shipping um, you can look us up for on the GoFundMe books and bikes for YJ alright thank y'all so much in advance for everything that you do and all of who you are it's been real it's been peace and I think I'm out deuces <laughs> <laughs>